This series is a story about Daniel. He struggled with anxiety and low self-worth. He lived with experiences he didn't understand or could share. That is, until he met me, Leslie. I helped Daniel make sense of his life and harness his power. Within a week, his whole life changed. This program shows what happened and what Daniel learned. Find out how you can do it too. Join Daniel and I as we share how to harness personal growth to transform your world. Welcome to Valuable Insight. First, deserve, then desire. English saying. Daniel, we've talked a lot about being what it takes in life, but we really want to drive that home today. We acknowledged life, thought and action. We talked about overqualified and being the person for the job that you want, the life and career that you want. But let's talk about the psychology between doing what it takes versus being what it takes. I mean, I was speechless this last episode that we filmed because I was like, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. I was putting my thought into action, where I wanted to go, how I was going to get there, what I was going to do to get there. I was fully in the zone of, I got this. And that's a big thing with what we're talking about now. Stop doing what it takes and you need to be what it is. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. have to be that part. You can do so many things in your life. You can try and try and try and try, but that's you doing. Yeah. You have to be it. You have to feel it. You have to come one with it. You have to manifest it. You have to put it into action. You have to clear yourself up. You have to let go of any trauma, any negative thing you felt at a previous self -talk. thing. Yeah, you just have to really get that, get you right before, and you have to be what it takes. Well, that's very interesting that you say that because a lot of people want to get rich. Mm-hmm. Or die well. trying. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> but not a lot of people want to be rich. Mm. They don't even know what that means. Yeah. And I have taken it upon myself in so many ways with my book, The Money Formula, with the, the things that I offer to my clients and people who read my blog and who follow what we're doing is to help them get into that state of mind of being a wealthy person. Because even when I was a little girl, and I can tell you an honest to God, true story, I was a little girl, and I don't know if you remember that previous episode where I talked about playing in the dirt across the community college. Mm -hmm. It was at that time, I remember specifically hearing Spirit say to me, you have money in a Swiss bank account. I was like, not even seven, eight years old, okay? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I heard Spirit say, you have money in a Swiss bank account kid so I believed it I was like okay cool I don't know what a Swiss bank account is I don't know what that means okay mm -hmm. and I just assumed I have money in a Swiss bank account for all my life <laughs> and one day I inherited money from a relative who hated his family who hid millions of dollars in the Swiss bank account enough to buy a house Wow. And this money flowed through the family to me for me to buy a house. A lot of money. It's incredible. Like the perfect money to do everything, taxes, closing, all this. 
Did I create that? Maybe. Remember we talked about in the episode of talking to the universe, mm -hmm. <laughs> signs perceive they don't follow. Amen. A small child less than eight years old thinking you have money in a Swiss bank account and saying, okay, cool. I have money in a Swiss bank I assumed it. Mm -hmm. I assumed that I'm somebody who has money in a Swiss bank account. Did I make the Swiss bank account? No. Did I earn the money for it? No. Did I pass it down to me? No, but it was mine. Mm -hmm. That house is in my name. Mm -hmm. That money is in my, is in my equity. Yes, ma'am. So the question is, is it's like, are you the person that you say you are? Going go back to episode of self talk. Mm -hmm. So you said I'm a champion. Science proceeds that don't follow. Yeah. You said I was champion. You became the champion. You assumed. The identity of a champion. Only way I'd have it. Now we're talking about abuse survivors. We're both abuse and neglect survivors. We've both been taken advantage of mm -hmm. in so many different ways. But am I a victim? No. And I'm not either. I am somebody who takes negative experiences, extracts all the wisdom and all the good juicy motivation out of it and turns it into something that I can help other people with. And I'm learning. <laughs> I'm learning. And that's a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. So I'm not a victim. And never will I ever have a patch that says victim. I will never have that. It's like uh, Mother Teresa said, never invite me to a war anti-war rally. Invite me to a peace rally. Mm. It's a very subtle change. Identity of what we're putting out into the world. Right? Mm -hmm. So you can be an activist, not a militant. And a lot of people try to brand us as a certain person. Like for BLM, oh, they're militant, <laughs> militant people who are trying to take over the government. Is no. that really true? No. Right? It's not true. So be careful about how people paint you. Absolutely. Be careful about rejecting and denouncing the identities that people want assigned to you. You have to be the person that you say you are. I've done so many things in my career, trying to do it the right way, hiring the consultants, doing the social media stuff, and it just made me miserable. It was on paper what you're supposed to do, but it didn't feel in line with me, and it just drove me crazy. I had nightmares of sitting in front of a screen. <laughs> I hated it. Mm -hmm. Who says success has to be a certain way? It doesn't. Success comes from who you are. We have our own way of making success. We have our own way of how we get there. Mm -hmm. But you have to be what it takes. Yeah. You have to be about it. You have to own the thought. You have to own the process. And I can't say that we each follow our own steps because it's not how, or follow the same steps because it's not how it works. No. For me, when I rode the horses, it was me doing it my way. I trained a certain amount of times a week. I gave my horses so much time off. I went to certain shows that other people didn't go to, but it was me and how I did it. It was my path. I had to gear up and say, this is what I want to do. I had to make a plan. I had to say, I'm going to do it. I'm going to follow through with it. And that's how I did it. Right. Lots but you wouldn't weekends. have done it though, unless you said that this is who I am. Absolutely. And I had to take endless weekends away from things, endless time away from people. 
and just me and horse time, me and horse time. I don't think there was a weekend that I wasn't on the road. I was so busy. Mm-hmm. I was always packing five or six horses to my horse trailer, getting ready, paying ridiculous amounts of money for horse shows that I don't even want to mention, <laughs> having a credit card at 17 maxed out at 50000 because I couldn't do it, but I did it. Yeah. I told myself, I don't care what it takes. I'm going to win. I've ridden horses that people said impossible. Impossible. I remember a horse trainer in Texas. One of my favorite people to this day. She's real cute. Um, she had a horse named Ruby. Ruby was a little bit of pain. She was a little hot-headed. Never won. Nobody could get her calm. And I said, Kathy, I'll do it for 100 bucks." She said, 100 bucks." I said, I will get this horse to where she needs to be. And she said, all right. She said, if you get her to where she needs to be and she marks high, I'll pay you a hundred bucks. Within 10 minutes, I had the vibe of that horse was completely down. And Kathy marked a 72. And in that arena, 72 was incredible. And Kathy said, here's your hundred dollars. So you were just betting her. Mm -hmm. But it was already a a bet you had won in your mind. Mm -hmm. I know I could get this horse home now. (laughs) It's all about how you sit on something. It's all about how you, your energy connects to something. It's all about that. It's all about following through. Yes. And for me and that horse, I mean, little Ruby Red, she's my favorite. I mean, I got her to where she needed to be. Her owners are old. They don't ride her anymore. She's just at a training facility. And I said, let's do it. I said, Kathy, come on, girl. I said, I'm down. And that's completely what I've done my whole life. I mean, when I was in Germany, people were saying, oh, I cannot get my horse to calm down. He's a mix between two breeds. Uh, what am I going to do? I said, it's, you're already doubting yourself. You're not being what it takes. You're going to get up and say, today's going to be the best ride we've ever had together. And then you get on, done. That's what it is. It's a decision. Mm-hmm. It's a process. Mm-hmm. It's a process of you waking up and saying, this is going to be the best ride. You get on, done. Mm-hmm. Nothing's truly a bad thing. Nothing's truly negative. We make it negative. Mm-hmm. With that self-talk, if you're going to say, mm-hmm, oh, God, I got to go ride today, they're going to feel it. And I feel like a horse is a direct representation of those feelings. Yeah, you said that. If you doubt what's going to happen, you're going to get on the horse and it's going to feel it. There is no other animal in the world that's going to feel it as intense as a horse. Because elephants... They feel, but they feel like a human. Oh, really? They're very empathetic. They feel your emotions. But a horse is in between your legs. A horse is feeling from the top to the bottom, completely all the way down. I know there's times when I've been at horse shows, and I'm shaking. I'm scared. And my dad says, get off and walk. Get off and walk and take a deep breath. He says, you're not going to do it to this horse today. I said, okay. I had a horse that I got... Contrary to belief, I know people think it's going to be abuse. She was pregnant. Didn't even know it. And I ran barrels on her at six months pregnant. Wow. And I won money. And then I was like, she's getting fat. And my dad's like, yeah, what you feeding her? And I was like, just some grain and some hay. And he's like, no, she's getting real fat. I'm like, yeah, and her tits are exploding. I was like, she's producing milk. What do I do? And he's like, call the vet. He was like, you got a big baby in there. And I said, I just ran her last week and I won money. He was like, we got to slow down on the running. He was like, we got to be careful. And I didn't even know. But it's all that mindset. Life is like a horse arena. You step in and you tell yourself, I'm going to do this. I'm going to win in this arena. And if you don't, you're just defeating yourself. 
If you don't, you're defeating yourself. If you don't walk into a certain amount of space and say, I've got this, mm-hmm. I'm going to be that person, you're hurting yourself. Well, it also has been said, a house divided cannot stand. Mm-hmm. And the house is your mind. It is your body. It is the the flows of who you are, your essence of your being. And if your heart is not into it, if your mind is telling you lies from bad self-talk, voices from other people, you're never going to achieve the goals that you want to achieve. I agree. Mm-hmm. 110%. Yeah. You got to be about it. You got to accomplish it. You got to speak yourself to it. Exactly. It's like assuming the identity of whatever. I remember there's so many things that you could see from Hollywood celebrities, you can see from musicians, you can see from athletes, you can see from inventors, anybody who's ever done anything great. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't necessarily mean anyone famous. It could be somebody in your neighborhood, somebody who's honestly made a difference in your life. A family member. Maybe they didn't give up on you. Maybe they said, you know what, you you act in a fool, you're trifling, you're doing all this stuff, but you're lovable, you're worthy, you're nice and kind, and you deserve love. And, and assuming that you are a good person is the start of good things in your life. Absolutely. If you start saying about yourself, I'm not a good person, I'm a victim, I just, I'm not lovable, I'm ashamed, I should be ashamed, then you start attracting those types of people who prey upon that Mm. vulnerability and that weakness. That's some truth right there. I'm sick. I'll never get better. Where are you going to find yourself? We've said this in a previous episode. You're going to find yourself in the hospital, surrounding yourself by by healers and Mm. doctors and all sorts of people. And it's like, I'm healthy. Yeah. Let the weak say I'm strong. Let the sick say that I am whole. Like, it really is assuming the state of being that you want to be in. Absolutely. You know, if if you're happy, it's really about assuming the state of happiness and being a happy person. Not I will be happy. Not I will be rich. Not I will be successful. I am successful. I am successful because I show up. I'm successful because I really commit myself, body, mind, and spirit to my dreams. Mm-hmm. I'm successful because I am what it takes to be successful in life. I have just what it needs. And I've gotten to this point, Daniel, in my career where I'm just like, you know, great. I have diplomas out the wing wing and certifications and a decade more of experience. And I finally got to this point. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to be honest with you. I am just as qualified when I was 23 than I, than I am now because my greatest skill is just showing up, mm. being present in the moment, feeling what it takes to be a success and putting myself 100% to whatever that could be. Could be, like I said in, in, uh, before, it's like if I show up to go renovate my house well i'm picking up the dead rats and putting them in the trash <laughs> if, I, Sometimes if, I, if I gotta do it if i gotta sweep the floor i gotta sweep the floor you've been to my house i'll wash mm-hmm. the dishes put my little gloves on and wash the dishes vacuum the floor i'll be what it takes it's not about doing what it takes it's about being what it takes because if you are what it takes then you'll do anything. You'll Absolutely. do what it takes. Absolutely. So if you say, oh, well, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a rock star. I'm only going to associate with other rock stars and rappers and all this other crap. Is that only like 
that's not true because rock stars also work with the roadies. They work with the concession stand people. They work with sound mixers. They work with, in, you know, instrumentalists. Mm -hmm. They work with choreographers. They work with all sorts of people. So you're going to limit yourself to this conception of what a rock star is? Amen. If you, if you assume yourself to be something and all the opportunities start to show up, then you'll do what it takes naturally and automatically. You don't have to force yourself. Make yourself sick. Overdo it to actually experience it. But you need to be what it takes. So the question is, what do you really want in life? Are you already doing what it takes? But are you being what it takes? You got that attitude? If you don't got it, go back to our attitude episode. You need to see it. Mm -hmm. Let us know. What do you really want in life? And are you doing what it takes? But are you also being what it takes? We want to know. Next time on Valuable Insight, harnessing that personal change absolutely to manifest the life you want. So that's the thing I'm saying to you. If you're having scary thoughts, if you're having thoughts that are self-defeating, doubtful, self-destructive, you don't have to let those thoughts drive you insane, drive you to tears, drive you to hurt yourself or others. These and serious emotive impulses that you have are there to help you to get help. Don't worry about the how, as in what steps are going to be presented to you. Worry about the real how is, am I actively using my imagination and affirming with positive self-talk? 